1: The Birch Show. Oh, no, we're not going to ease back into doing the Burt Show. When we've been gone for a week, we thought that the best way to come on back to do the birch Show is to scare Abby to thinking <laughs> that
2: she might have lost her job. Because, <laughs> you know... <laughs>
0: love is pain pain is love how does that go yeah. love is pain love is kind yeah. love brings jackson kim into the studio first day after break
1: do we wanna, how do we try to explain this because we're gonna have to go back know. a couple of months yeah so jackson kim was in studio with us he is a burt show listener and came in for what was the day or the month that we were honoring
2: uh, we were honoring Asian Pacific American Month.
1: That's right. And he wrote us an email about what was going on in his life and some pressures that he was having with his family and business. So we brought him in and he comes on studio with us. And he was really great, really great on the show. Yeah, right? The video
2: he sent talking about his family, it was just, um, you could just tell he's just like, like a cool dude that you want to hang out with.
1: So uh, after that, he leaves, and then we find out a couple of days later, and Abby at this point had been new to the show. you have been working with The Bird Show for how long now?
0: I think it might have been like a month or two, and so I was (laughs) in that very insecure, I've just started this new job, I'm overthinking everything I do and say and reading the comments on Facebook. So I was in a very fragile place (laughs) and felt like, I could lose my position any day with any wrong mistake. And then when Jackson came in, I was like, wait a second. Maybe they're looking at a guy, a sing- or a guy who's dating instead of a girl. Maybe I've really screwed up. And so I was just very insecure about it and thought that he was um, coming to take my job. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: was
1: very
0: paranoid, clearly. She
1: thought we were on air auditioning him for her job.
0: Right, right.
2: Right in front of her. I
1: mean, we're messed up, but we're not that messed up. Yeah, that would be so screwed up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Living with Anxiety. I mean, when you say you catastrophize, wow. Wow. That is impressive. That's me.
1: You are not kidding, man. (laughs) So now we fast forward months later, and we're looking for a phone screener, because Romeo took off uh, last week. I mean, not spontaneously, but you know what? He was just overdoing phone screening. So uh, Romeo's last day was before we took off, and we remember Jackson and a couple of other people and we called him up and he, we interviewed him and he ended up getting the job and the first thing we wanted to do is get him in here to sit behind your mic before you came in here because you had no idea what was going on.
0: I'm glad that it was for an <laughs> actual purpose because when I walked in, I thought they did not just bring in this poor man <laughs> to prank me at 5.55 a.m. on a Monday. I was like "This that was like that was a very extravagant prank so I'm glad that he's actually here for a purpose and not just to make me miserable
2: on a Monday. Why, I mean- it's hilarious. She was like, I hope you paid him to be here. We're like, well, as a matter
0: of fact, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. we
3: are. What's up, Tommy? Abby, I don't know if you noticed when we walked in, I had the mics on, so it, it was recording. So we have your reaction, <laughs> and we had to flip it around really quickly because we had to beep you. Here's uh, Abby walking in this morning.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Where's
2: Bert? Hey, Abby. Um, Bert's getting an espresso.
3: How's you missed the part. It was light. It, she said, F you
1: guys. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought we just brought him in here just to sit there for a second?
0: I felt bad for him. I was like, <laughs> this is a very elaborate prank. And on a Monday, no less, it really caught me off guard. <laughs> he was very he was very committed. He sat in that seat, and yeah, he, he was not going to get yeah. up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> this is just my worst nightmares coming true. No,
1: it, he's okay. He's in a separate room. You're going to be all right.
0: Perfect. I never have to see him again. Bye, Jackson. <laughs> see you never. Welcome back.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Outside of that, how was your vacation? Oh
0: my God, it was so good. Yeah. I went to New York for the weekend with like a bunch of girls and I love that city. It is amazing how a night can just fall together because it's a walkable community. So we went to bars, we went shopping, we had just like really good girl time. It was amazing. Went back home for about a week and hung out with my parents. My mom was in town this weekend. Okay. And my mom is rowdy. <laughs> my mom, anytime we go out, any people are like, your mom is way more fun than you. And I'm like, thank you for telling me A, to my face, but B, it's an accurate statement and I should probably be a little bit more fun. She loves to talk to everybody. She made friends with everybody in the bar. She put me in like a group chat with a bunch of single men. Come it's, on, really? She's, she's putting in the work. Is bro. there a
1: point where you've ever had to pull her aside and go, okay, enough, enough tonight? Well,
0: for me, it's one thing like when me and her go out, I actually had to have a come to Jesus moment with her on her, our last vacation over 4th of July because she does it to our family. And it's one thing. Do it to me because I'm like, okay, I get it. You you want to like mingle with single guys. You think that's fine. But like when we're on a family vacation and you want to talk to everybody except your family, I'm like, maybe maybe we should dig. We should unpack this. You know, what (laughs) void are we trying to fill? Why do we need to talk to every family in this in this hotel? So there have been some moments where um she she needs to sit down. (laughs) We don't need to be friends with everybody.
1: This doesn't work the other way. Like if my dad was around and we were out at a bar drinking and he's talking all these young single women. Creepy. Yeah, it's creepy, right? Oh, but when moms is out there, it's okay. It's, Dudes are going to be like, this is great.
0: It's wholesome, although we did bump into a group of guys that tried to make it very unwholesome. Like there, th- We had met a couple of, we were at a UF bar watching the Gator game, and there were a couple of guys that I kind of knew from college that she was mingling with, and she was becoming friends with them. So then she got on this high. She was like, oh, these guys want to talk to me? That means every guy in here wants to talk to me. <laughs> so she went up to another group of <laughs> Bama fans, and and they were there watching like the Auburn game or something like that. And they just started being so creepy, like turning my sweet, innocent mother into like this MILF character and tried making some passes at her. And they got added to the group chat, sent some gross gifs. It was
3: uncomfortable. <laughs> it
0: was uncomfortable.
3: How was yours? Oh, it was amazing, man. I'm, I think I'm physically back, but mentally still there. I, I went to Medellin, Colombia. It was my first time there. Second time in Colombia. I, I did absolutely everything you could do. I, I did the beaches. I did the tours. I did helicopter rides. I did paragliding. I met a lot of people. We partied. It, it was absolutely incredible. Probably the best vacation I've had thus far. What is the thing about Colombia that
1: is so different from America that if Americans don't go, you'd be like, wow, I didn't know that happened down there?
3: I would say, well, the the parties, the way the parties are set up every night. I mean, where I was in Medellin, you can't tell Friday from Monday. It's and it's and everything is like within close quarters, so you don't have to go far. It's um, it's kind of its own version of New York City to me because it's it has everything you need just right there, from bar to bar to bar to, bar to club to club, whatever you're looking for. Even like when you want to do the tours and you want to do things like that, it's still in close vicinity. I mean, and it's. Every night looks like the next night, so you can huh. any night you want to rest, you can. You're not really missing anything because tomorrow is gonna look just like it <laughs> did yesterday. You just don't miss a beat. It's always something to do there. Just doesn't stop. It nonstop every day. It's
1: amazing. Were you ever during the week like I can't wait to get back home so I can just relax from my
3: vacation? The the the, uh, the, the first day before leaving, so I left Friday. I think Thursday morning I woke up like yeah I, I could have pushed my flight up. I think <laughs> I think four days was good enough. Five was uh five was tough. I was <laughs> On the Philly my bones was hurting. Kristen, your uh, family vacation in the Florida looks so cute.
2: Yes, we went to Port Saint Joe and in Indian Pass and Cape San Blas, that area of Florida, um, and it's just it's quiet. It is the complete opposite of whatever you guys experienced. Um, like, we basically had the entire beach to ourselves. Nice. It was, it was magical. And Jimmy is a beach baby. He's two and a half now and loves digging holes and wants dad to build towers so he can knock them down as Jimmy Soros. <laughs> 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 it was like a quintessential toddler beach trip, and we just, we had the best
1: time. Pictures on Instagram look so cute.
2: Oh, we had so much fun. Ours was, like, very chill. I mean, I had a day where, like, I slept in, and then I also took, like, a three-hour nap. It was a lot of resting for us. Oh, <laughs> Right? Yeah, sorry. I'm right.
3: jealous <laughs> of you. <yeah. laughs> I, know, right? I mean, we
2: didn't do anything like tourists. We literally, it was like beach, eat, bed. It was
1: lovely. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, my fiance and I went down to Peru, Machu Picchu, and I'll get more in- into it later on because there are so many differences, cultural differences. But man, what an incredible spiritual place. I don't know if you guys have ever gone to a place where you almost can't explain it, but when you're there, you can feel like... I don't know, like the soul of the city or spirits around you almost. You ever been like Mm -hmm. anywhere like Mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Uh, It's happened to me before in Kauai. And in Maui and in places in Japan around temples and Machu Picchu was the exact same way. I mean, you're talking about thousands of years old and you could just feel the spirits Or I can't really quite put my finger on it, but it was. I think
2: when any, when any place has a rich history, like when I was in Rome, I felt that in yeah. Rome, when you're visiting places like the Colosseum or the ruins and you're looking and touching at things where, that were built BC, like you you, you feel that.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, it was overwhelming. And we took a bunch of beautiful hikes uh, in nature. And I realized this trip that I only like nature when it's convenient to get to. Because <laughs> uh, these hikes were brutal. And I felt like I was going to die literally three times.
2: <laughs> and you're, you're very in shape. So it makes me wonder, can the average Joe not do these
1: hikes? Well, I learned a lot about hiking. And I learned a lot about hiking in altitude. It's just that you got to completely take your ego out of it. Uh, And if you just take it slowly and one step at a time, anybody can do it. And that's not your speed. That's not my speed. (laughs) (laughs) Screw the journey. I just want to be done. You are are, are totally destination,
2: Bert, not journey, Bert.
1: Not possible to do it 14,000 feet. So I'm watching these like little local six-year-old kids just go right past me. You know, it's like when you're skiing. And these five-year-olds just start passing you and you're like, dang it, I can ski like that. Uh Well, going up a hill, you can't. (laughs) You can't. But it was really, really beautiful and it was an amazing trip. And I'm planning on going back. We didn't get to spend a lot of time in Lima, which is their city, but it was uh, not relaxing like yours for sure, but really memorable. And I've just made so many different comparisons between Peru and America that I'll share with you, but it just gave me a a different perspective on our our country. And you got to go to a place like that to realize the accessibility we have here you know because a poor country i mean we've got everything at our fingertips and i'll tell you about some of the people i met there but i have one kid that walked five hours round trip to school every Wow, day five, wow. five wow. hours five, five hours in rubber shoes made out of tires because they didn't have any shoes wow yeah. dedication <laughs> that's yeah, amazing
3: because the schools are so far from each other so i'll tell you more about it later but it was awesome but good to be back the bird show